Welcome, everybody, to Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the, the next-gen edition. That's right. The next-gen upgrade is here. You've been preparing for it for years. Mm-hmm. And, and, and listeners, you know, you've been, probably been waiting, like, this last-gen Hogcast hasn't been so good. The frame rate is patchy. Russ pops in and out of being funny. His, his dick has been uh, clipping through his clothes. Our podcast only plays off of an, off of an SSD. Yeah. Um. It, if you try yeah. to play it off a hard drive, it plays at like half half speed. It's right. Right. Good. Right. And there's just a lot of there were a lot of there was a lot of dithering and a lot of glitches. But now now you can now take Hogcast and play it off your PS5, and it's more powerful than ever. And it's actually funny and good. If you're listening to this on your phone right now, and it's not funny. And take it out and like get a USB stick and play it off your uh, PS5 yeah. or Xbox Series X. I wish the PS5 or the Series X had the feature that the old Xbox 360 had, where you could lo- where you could like pop in a CD and load your songs onto the onto the system memory, and then you could replace the soundtrack in games with your own soundtrack. Right. You remember right. doing except that? It, except podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to. I um. here's the thing. I did that with the joystick podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like a decade ago so long ago yeah yeah i i remember specifically as a kid um putting the shrek soundtrack over tony hawk x or no that it was rules. underground 2 underground 2 and we rode around the hell level listening to uh <laughs> uh i think uh, i need some sleep me and my friend jesse in sixth grade shout out to jesse wherever you are i hope things are going good I um, joined the Marines. Things are going great then. Um, <laughs> I um I I pretty much just because this was probably the period of my time of my life where I kind of just listened to whatever was on the radio. So that meant that I was like playing like um Alice in Chains and Metallica songs uh in in Halo Three. That's what Hell I was yeah. doing because I that rocks. Yeah, I only listened to the local rock station, which sucked. Um, and and continues to suck because I don't think anybody's making that music anymore for like 20 years, but, uh, you know, it was great to play Halo too. That would have been a cool next gen feature. If like you could put in old games and like boring old soundtracks that you've heard a lot, they would replace it with sick tracks, sick beats. I've replaced Final Fantasy seven soundtrack with be nice to me by blade on. Uh, play some hot logic tracks over uh, the Halo Three soundtrack. I'm playing Earthbound, and I've replaced everything with Hopsin. <laughs> no, oh man, uh, 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 <laughs> it replaces that yes and no question. You know the Beatle. What it? What is the Beatles song? Blinkster Day, and you can either do yes or no. Uh-huh. It'll be like what? What? What is better than the Beatles? Hopper Sin. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So. You know, so yeah, Alan. Um, do, is there any other like next gen features you want to like tell well, everyone? We are race hype traced now. <laughs> oh boy! That what that means is that um, we send race hype a video of us recording, and he makes like a, he traces us and uh, <laughs> and makes like a on little a piece flip of paper book, on a piece of paper and makes like a flip book animation out of it. It's like five photos because he doesn't draw that fast. Um, but it cycles through them while it's playing on your PS5. And, and, you know, uh, uh, we also, we're interactive now and with race type tracing, if you just click the X button, we'll just go do the roar. Uh, you can, uh, 
you can control a Johnny Test character on screen just wandering around. <laughs> Don't bash it too much though, because something bad might happen. Something bad might happen if you. I hear so, there's. You know how there's big head mode in some games. Well, yeah, uh, there might be big boob mode for Johnny right. Test. Oh um, man. Um. Uh. Uh, also on the next gen version there's a of hogcast there is a small head version and that's where i'm more humble mm-hmm. and there's I also feel, I'm, a I'm, big head version where it opens up saying "Ooh, big head on the beat <laughs> hell yeah there's also block rock and beats on this mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. there's so much oh and also you can import all your old saved hogcasts your progress this, and it, yeah your progress so far and you could start from where you left off, which I'm assuming is the only episode you've ever listened to. You got halfway through. So <laughs> this is huge. You uh, quit after yeah, like I'm... 10 minutes because they weren't talking about pizza or Sonic. Yeah, they were talking about, uh, I, I don't know, probably like, like uh... Ikea furniture or something. <laughs> we do talk a lot about Ikea furniture. Ikea Albert, by the way, has been upscaled and up which is to say he has been uploaded into the world of Tron. That's his current storyline. Well, in the world of Rez, and he does have the vibrator suit (laughs) on. (laughs) He does have it on. And he's also, is he still a politician? Yeah, he's wearing that underneath his uh, normal business suit all the time. The weird vibrator suit from Rez. Right. And it's huge, and we love it. And we like, yeah. So, you know. They stopped, security at Capitol Hill stopped him because they thought he was wearing like a suicide vest. But no, it's just the controller for Rez. This is less of an episode of Hogcast as it is like an episode of Hogcast Direct. Yeah, oh, this is definitely like a Hogcast Treehouse event or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, do we have any other big Hogcast announcements? Hmm, uh, oh, 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 you can listen to us talk through the DualSense uh, controller speaker it, it sounds <laughs> the way it was meant yeah, it, yeah the way it was meant to be heard yeah we, we master all of these just to, to come out of a little shitty tiny speaker that's being covered by your hands we love it right we love it and it's gonna be very good also uh we are gonna start using your your control the ps5's motorized triggers mm-hmm. um specifically if one of our opinions pisses you off you can hold them both down to strangle us and you'll get realistic feedback yeah, you can feel the 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 blood in our carotid arteries <laughs> pulsing and slowly stopping, <laughs> like you're killing us. Damn, I this new hogcast keeps sounding better and better. It sounds incredible. I, would it be enough to pay seventy dollars per game or per episode for it? <laughs> yeah, ever we're gonna put out we're gonna put out a new episode every week, and they're gonna be seventy dollars each. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it's going to be better, higher quality than uh, Assassin's Creed. So shouts out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you listen to all of our episodes, it's about as long as it took me to beat Assassin's Creed. Uh, mm-hmm. I spent like 100 hours on that game. <laughs> oh, I mean, you've been playing the first Assassin's Creed to completion for the last. God, how long has Assassin's Creed been out? Oh, uh, oh, do you want to know exactly? Because I think it, it's definitely over a decade because I remember yes, playing the sure. first one when I was in high school. Oh, like in God. probably like sophomore or junior year. So I think it's probably like 23, 24 years now. I remember no, when Assassin's uh, Creed uh, 2 13, got announced. Years. I remember when Assassin's Creed 2 got announced and that was like the last time I've been excited for an Assassin's Creed. No, I like Brotherhood. That. I mean, everybody liked Brotherhood, right? Because that was the one that had the cool multiplayer that was basically Among Us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping for more brotherly bonding. Was <laughs> they should have set one in Philadelphia, unless that one, uh, the American Revolution one, that one did took place in Philadelphia. It, it did? definitely did. 
Oh my As one God. of the towns you oh could go to my. at the very least. Oh, that's so nutso. Remember how the, uh, okay, remember how that one had a weird DLC where you had to kill an evil George Washington? <laughs> I do th- I was thinking about that the other day. That rules. Yeah. I miss I miss that game. I miss these I miss when it was so novel to hear like them say something like George W. Bush worked for the Templars or something like that. <laughs> <in a little laughs> yeah, that that is so. funny that that like Assassin's Creed lore is like converging into QAnon lore every day. Like one of the games you will have to assassinate JFK or JFK Jr. And then you let him go <laughs> and he becomes a uh, Vince Fuchsia. What's his name again? Vincent Fuchsia. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, that's going to be huge. Would it be oh, cooler man. if there was Do- that or like a Hitman game where you played a, an angry <laughs> QAnon, an angry QAnon person trying to take down the deep state? Oh, by the way, our first big guest character for the season pass, for the Hogcast season pass, it is Q. Yeah, we did get Q on. Uh. <laughs> is there a lesser Q character? Is there like a minor Q? Like, is there like, hey, this is Q Jr.? Uh, I mean, probably Michael Flynn, right? <laughs> yeah michael flynn but there is no plan there he, he's remember the interview recently where he was like there is no plan yes he was talking about us specifically in our dlc plan and that pissed me off so bad that i refused to have him on the show I'm like look for our dlc look general flynn we've got show notes and everything like come on we're doing a good job here i don't i don't i, uh, I thought i was a cyber warrior <laughs> cyber warriors Digital do the digital soldiers and the cyber warriors get mad at each other like the the marines and the navy? Uh, did I tell you about the time I did I did whenever I went to a job fair? Uh, I did apply to the uh, army cyber division. Hell yeah! Uh, I got a call from the guy, but um, but then I realized like oh this is like a bunch of like network security stuff that I'm not. There's like network topology and stuff like that. I'm like Ooh, I don't know any of this. Mm-hmm um but like some guy with like an ayn rand quote in his uh signature uh emailed me about it like a recruiter was like let's set up a meeting and uh, talk about uh joining the cyber brigade and uh mm. and i just bowed out at that point but uh um uh, you know i could have become a cyber warrior it, is is ike albert fighting with them now because <laughs> he's got tron he did get tron he is uploaded to tron and res I think he might be, he might have joined the cyber division of the military. Oh my god. If the deep state has <laughs> the a cyber division, I'm not sure. Do you think do you think the cyber division is going to be the 6th Wait, let me uh Army, Marines, Air Force, uh Space uh, Force, Navy and then Space Force, which are our, our guardians, Space Guardians. Um, do you think there's a secret underground 6th division which is the Cyber Force? I imagine, um, you know, like those people that are in like Ghost in the Shell that are like upside down and they have their like eyes connected to cameras or something. Uh, it's like one of those guys, right? That's that's. What I'm imagining one doing. of those guys, one of those guys retiring and then starting Bullet Coffee or whatever. <laughs> that would rule. <laughs> like I, I drink. They used to feed me this weird nutrient slurry when I was sitting in my uh, my uh, prog- my precog uh, vat, and I decided to to invent uh, bulletproof coffee after. Uh, after that, after that weird slurry they would feed me. <laughs> Sorry, libs. I'm I'm currently bathing in a in a bakta tank of your tears right now. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that ends. Um. Alan, I know we started with like a PS4 symphonic thing, but end this with a uh with like a Nintendo Direct click shutdown noise. Okay.
because we have now officially entered Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. Yes, welcome. Welcome. I'm doing the... No, wait. Oh, fuck. Who does the welcome, welcome thing? Uh, Little, C- Little oh, Caesars? What do you no, my bad, my bad. I'm thinking of Robert pizza, Dyer. Welcome, welcome. I'm thinking of Robert Dyer, the, the food reviewer on YouTube. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, I was trying to think, like, was it, a, was it a video game guy that did that at, like, a presentation? or No, it was a YouTuber. It was a food YouTuber, okay, like it always okay. is. They should hire some food YouTubers. Imagine if Review Brought became, like, your PR guy for, like, uh, who's, the, who's the comedy lady who uh, does uh, Ubisoft stuff or used to? Oh, 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 the lady from Archer. Aisha, Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler? Yeah. yeah. Um, they should replace her with Review Bra. <laughs> Honestly, you know, it's kind of moving in that direction because I feel like instead of her, it's like a TikToker or like a FaZe Clan member or something. And then like, for, if it was probably like a smaller event, it probably would be like Joey's World Tour is like, I'm back and it's Ubisoft. <laughs> and he's like, you know, shoving like nacho cheese in his face. Ubisoft hires the LA Beast in like uh, the Watch Dogs challenge, and he's gonna get mauled by wild dogs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to advertise that rocks, because like I I uh uh Ubisoft used to hire Mega sixty four to make commercials for them and shit. They should they should go back to that. They should. That would be cool. Uh, oh my god! Imagine if a new uh uh, I know Call of Duty went back to World War Two. No, it's back to Black Ops now. So it's, it was in the no, 80s. No, it's back now. to Black Ops. Could Steve's 1989 MRE info. Ooh, uh, that's good. Could he review uh, a product or like review an MRE to it? And he opens up the MRE and it's like Call of Duty 8. The, yes. <laughs> this, oh, that would be cool. It's Korea like, time. In, in, you know, like, okay, the next Call of Duty game is like uh, the Korean War or something like that. And then right. like he's like, I'm going to open a, an MRE from the Korean War and eat it. And if you pre-order the game, you'll get one too. Dude, you that this, rock so You get hard. this uh, 70-year-old uh, MRE and you can eat it with Steve. Right. And then you could get some sort of uh, disease. <laughs> did I? So do you, I did get the Call of Duty, whichever one it was. It might have been Modern Warfare 2 that came with night vision goggles. I did get that mm-hmm. one. I right. owned the night vision goggles. And I sold them to my uncle who was going to take them to Mexico because he had like some property there. And he thought there was like, he thought there was like some some, coyotes or wolves like running around. And he was going to put on night vision goggles to see if he could see them and like, I guess, shoot them or something. Dude, I want to become like a kick-ass style, like street vigilante superhero but my entire loadout is just pre-order bonus items yeah like one of the one of the call of duties had one of the little like rc drones yeah like, the rc explosive i'd fuck with one of those uh um brass knuckles from uh the illegal brass knuckles <laughs> from mafia or whatever it was <laughs> i think it was the godfather part two yeah it game. was something stupid like that uh, yes uh some sort of like uh, a, like a, a a god of war sword like the knife or like or whatever yeah, instead of a Daredevil... Oh, the battering. Oh, the battering. That, like, that really shitty, wimpy battering. The one that was glued to a stand permanently so you couldn't throw it? <laughs> Dude, I got it. I got it. I know what my name is. What's your name? Instead of instead of GameStop, it's Crime Stop. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> God damn. 
<laughs> well, everybody, when the pandemic ends and you see a hero roaming the streets of like, what's a city I think you think I wouldn't get shot at? I can't. I mean, Portland. <laughs> yeah, if you see a guy riding around Portland wearing like a modified GameStop shirt and like a ski mask that has a, a, like a ski mask from like a I don't know like a Rainbow Siege pre-order uh, and the Halo uh, helmet, the Master Chief helmet. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I would just wear a spray-painted Halo helmet. Yeah, cat helmet. Well, they made they made uh, a full size one eventually, I think. Right. Um, you are wearing you the Mass see, Effect hoodie. If you see Crime Stop, that's me. I'm lucky that nobody listens to this podcast because I could get away with this. I could say this on the show and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and if you ever need me, uh, flash something in the sky. <laughs> um, I don't let's know. see. Um, what's summon me? What's some kind of what's uh, some kind of limited edition uh video game collectible you could flash into the sky? <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, um, the Dead Space, uh, one of the Dead Space games came with a replica of the laser gun, and I think it shot a light out. Uh, the slicer gun, you can spray that in the sky and, like, rotate it, because you can rotate right. the laser shot perpendicular <laughs> to chop off arms. The cops are calling me Batman-style. There's a, I, I only deal with gamer crimes, though. They, I think, you know how, like, I, <laughs> Iron Fist only deals with, like, kung fu crime? Yeah. I only deal with gamer crime, like, this shipment of G Fuel got stolen. Somebody took my V-Bucks. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody actually took Tomato Town out. <laughs> Tomato Town got wiped. <laughs> Crime Stop, we need you to get down there and defeat the, the killer of Tomato Town. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. Who could my nemesis be? Who could my nemesis be? You have to be an evil gamer of sorts, right? Uh, uh, what's, uh... The Griefer. Oh. The griefer. <laughs> He's griefing. I was gonna, I was gonna make a like a bad Anita Sarkeesian pun, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do gamers still know who she is anymore? She's, I think she's been defeated by time. I think entropy has ended the feminist. What is the name of her show? Feminist again? frequency was the thing. Feminist frequency. Uh, I could fight the feminist freak, and she could like fire like uh, sounds at me. I'll be like gamers rights and and you would defeat her the way that we all did which is like say um it's like hey listen we don't think you should be getting death threats but your takes are not very good so we're not they're gonna not watch your channel but smart no they're very um what's the right way to describe this like freshmen who took like a, a critical analysis uh kind of base class once um and i i can't play as princess peach in super mario 3d world but not bowser's fury so you're defeated ma'am goodbye bye goodbye you see the cool cat see outfit <laughs> it's so funny i feel like if you if you made jokes about her like five years ago people would get mad at you but i can't think of anybody like like I, i'm not gonna make i'm sure what she was doing was like you know what it was, it was very the fact that it uh that it pissed people off so much was very Bad. Like it's, well, it, it was the root of American fascism. It, it is exactly what caused all politics from that point on was because of um, people making fun of her video saying that uh, it sucks that you had to rescue Peach all the time or something. Yeah. That's what I, caused Donald I Trump agree. and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the where deep state exists because 100%. of that. 100%. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> YouTube commenters created what, what we know as the modern deep state. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's why we've got to uh, defend all these videos. And that's why we needed to vote for Brianna Wu when she ran for Congress. Remember that? <laughs> I forgot about that. Remember that? 
Oh god, I hope that she made like campaign ads with her uh what was that like those CGI models? What was her game again? That I forget what the game was. It looked like it looked like Dweekins, honestly. Oh, it, I was gonna say it looked like Trip of the Rift. <laughs> it it looked it looked wild. Whatever that game was, it looked wild. It, if you had told me like somebody was reading re rebooting trip in the rift that's what i would have imagined if somebody told me that was from xavier renegade angel i wouldn't i wouldn't know that it wasn't did you watch trip in the rift alan i don't know what that is you don't know trip in the rift no oh my god trip in the rift i feel like something you'd have been into where did it air oh this look this makes me mad i don't like this <laughs> oh i uh, i feel like i might have seen this at some point this makes me mad I'm sure I've joked about it on Hogcast before. I don't think you have because it's a so it's a, a horny like purple guy, um, a sexy voiced lady by somebody funny, Maurice Lamarche, I think. He, I think he replaced somebody. It was Stephen Root. What is this Sci-Fi Network? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had uh, the the robot on it was a, a parody of C-3PO and. Guess which part they decided to play up? The gay part. <laughs> oh the oh, my oh this God. is very funny. Uh the uh the main guy, the the purple guy, Stephen Root, is Chode McBlob. <laughs> A street savvy strong scoundrel and sex hound. Is this Chode or is this Blue 32 we're talking about here? Oh my god. Oh, this sucks, man. Uh oh, cool, cool. <laughs> spaceship Bob. Uh, very thanks for reminding me of a, of a beloved cartoon uh, <laughs> and, and also a, a, a better voice actor than John Melendez. Uh, God damn it. This sucks. John Melendez, by the way, was on the how was stuttering John from the Howard Stern show. Did you know that? That was I the AI of the ship was voiced by uh, was voiced by stuttering John from Howard Stern, who also became the announcer on tonight with Jay tonight show with Jay Leno. Let's go. Now now you were talking. Now we're talking. God damn. Jay Limo. Man. Now we're walking. Now we're jaywalking. Yeah. Uh hey, speaking of speaking, speaking of walking. jaywalking, should we hear some Jay fluttering? I hear some fluttering going on here. Okay, hold on. Where's my little timer? <laughs> Oh, Alan, it's me, Watto. No, wait, Wyatt, right? You changed your name at Ellis Island? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Wyatt now. Alan, how, are you going to watch my new movie? What is it? Justice League Snyder Cut. Are you one of the parademons? I am a parademon now. Oh, Alan. I mean, they had these alien bug men, and I did think about you because you're a Toydarian. <laughs> oh, Alan, it's hard out here in Hollywood, Alan. Oh, you get typecast. I I have many qualities, Alan. Like what? What other kind of things I, are you auditioning for? Lover. You're auditioning for lover. I Marvel. I'm trying to work my way into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Alan. What what character? You maybe dupe or like uh. uh... <laughs> dupe! How dare you? What what character are you? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some Wolverine. Oh. Well. Oh, Alan, I gotta go. Bye. Oh, bye, Wyatt. Uh, you know, Wyatt... <laughs> I forgot it was the Wyatt... It's been a while. Okay, we took a holiday break. Um, I forgot it became Wyatt now. And also, um, he did grow a beard. Uh, he did grow a beard in Toy, 
Toy Story 3. Star Wars Episode 3. <laughs> he did? Wait, what? He did? Yeah, what? doesn't he have, like, a tuft of hair in Star Wars Episode 3? Let me look this up. Watto beard. I thought Shmi was his beard. Oh! He get, yeah, he grows like a... like a. He does. He a, does have a little... Oh, he does! And it's very <laughs> anti-Semitic, almost. It's getting what? worse. No. He's, wearing, no. he's wearing a weird hat uh, in this scene. <laughs> I know. What, what the hell are you talking about? There's nothing, Alan... I, I hate to go feminist frequency on you, but you're reading too far into things. Oh, man. Wait, the opposite of feminist frequency. Oh, man, you're doing Gamergate to me right now. <laughs> I mean, Gate. Oh, man, I... Uh, here's the thing. There's... Watto has various... There's pictures of Watto in various stages of being shaven. Like, there's some well, of them where he has stubble, and then other ones where it's, like, a little bit more, and then there's a full-on goatee. All I'm trying to say is that Watto, Watto could grow the chops for uh for a Wolverine. I don't I don't see why it couldn't work, but I mean that's what they that's what they always said about uh, Glenn Danzig and Wizard Magazine in the eighties. That's just, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, that, <laughs> that they were always like you should he should be playing Wolverine. Is this oh tiny hairy God. guy? Do we know any tiny that hairy rocks. guys that could be playing Wolverine right now? How tall? People were going crazy about this. How tall is Wolverine again in the comics? Like I four th- foot eleven? Yeah, I think he's like around five foot. He's like the same height as most Hollow Live girls. That's the Hell fucked yeah, up thing. Dude. That's true. Uh, you should add Wolverine. Can I say something that I was going to tweet, but I got too lazy, so instead I'll just do it on my podcast. Yeah, that's what podcasts are for. Yeah. Um. I have this belief that like. I like how the Hololive universe is now structured like the Marvel universe, where you have, like, Hachima is doing cosmic horror, you have light romance with the Hololive English, uh, you know, um, but, uh, there's kind of, like, a family drama with Korone and Akai, what, how do you feel about that? Uh, I, I get what you mean, I totally get that they're all, they're all kind of filling in these weird different niches, uh, <laughs> all these different genres. Yes, yes, um, I do think that that Hachima's uh, recent streams are better than WandaVision. I think that the writing is better. <laughs> um, it is true. You're you're right. Yeah, Did her... you ever get around to watching WandaVision? No. I just look and see... <laughs> the way you said no there. No. <laughs> I, 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 I was thinking about it, but then I decided not to hurt myself that way and decided to just oh. do something I enjoyed. Um, I just I just feel like you were afraid an AV club, like, commenter was going to kill you there for a second. I, uh, he, he lives next door, and he did have a laser sight pointed at my head. Oh, my God. <laughs> right yeah. on there. Luckily, there are so many glowing lights in your room, but... Yeah, it turned... I thought it was actually the laser light from the gun. He shot my ring light instead. There's too many... <laughs> oh, there's just so no. many neon lights in here. Dude, it's just like that Kanye lyric, all of the lights. Yes, all, all the lights he was talking about, my uh, game. We never rig. talked about the divorce. You know, for a podcast that talks about divorce constantly, we have not brought up the biggest divorce news of, like, the year, probably. Are they are they actually divorced yet, or is that, like, uh, ending? Alan, Kanye went to, went to their house and took his whole sneaker collection with him. Whoa. Well, I don't think he's, I don't think he's moving back in. Where's he going? I don't know. He, he I really don't this, know. He built this big Utah compound in the mountains or whatever. Uh, and then he just, you know, I guess he's just gone now. 
You yeah. think he's going to get custody of the kids? Do you think he wants the kids? I mean, he already took his true children, which are the sneakers. So the, I, I don't know what to tell you. Do you think he, do you think he took all the, 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 like the folding chairs he had in his Blade Runner theater or whatever, Dude. the big empty Blade Runner theater where he watches that every Dude, day? What's going to happen to that? Is it still showing Blade Runner 2049? That's the thing. Is it's, it like, it's hard coded into the system. Like it can't, <laughs> it's else. like a, it's like a, how they, they're still running all the Disney rides because if they stop doing it, then they'll, all the robots will get rusty and like, stop functioning properly so like parts of the caribbean is still running if they stop their projector it's gonna break you know yeah if he if he if he turns it off just for like a second uh it'll never start back up again yeah no for sure yeah and and the projector is uh, like built into the wall like it has a film reel already loaded up it, you can't touch it like it, you can't <laughs> you can't uh, elon tried elon tried to put on some like funny meme compilation he was trying to put in a rick and himself. morty episode and he just couldn't he's like oh can i chromecast to this thing it's like no no this only does uh <laughs> this only does blade runner 2049 him at his most kermit-esque yeah him at his most kermit-esque that's definitely mm. uh well i sound like i do an elon voice like regularly or <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I wasn't making fun of your um, impression because I think it's spot on. I think that you, uh, I think he is Kermit-esque in some ways. He is kind of Kermit-esque. I am also kind of, he did, well, I mean, Kanye did hang out with Jordan Peterson as well. That's another Ooh, thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. I hope in the coma. Can you imagine if he woke up in the coma and Kanye's there? <laughs> I, I, I dream of that. Oh, man. I want him to come and save me uh, like MGS5. I don't know who would who would the top five people. If you woke up from a coma and somebody was sitting next to you, Kanye would be up there. I mean, I number one would be like it. Big Boss or something, right? Like you, <laughs> or Hideo Kojima. Uh, I would like H- if he was there. What it, what was uh oh my god what was Kojima's uh, alter ego again? Wogrim Pilgrim. What was it again? <laughs> I know what I know what you're. Oh god, <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. It's like Joaquin something. <laughs> Yes, he was when he showed up with the weird bandages on his face. <laughs> what was okay, we'll it? Mogren. <laughs> oh, that's, that rules uh, so much, man, dude. Yeah, what if you were just woke up and you're like, "Who are you?" and you're like, "Walking Mogrim or whatever." God damn, damn, that shit rules. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, that'd probably be number one. Uh, who's who would be number two on your list? Besides, Kojima's probably at the top. Uh, uh, hopefully a, uh, a sexy lady. A lady? No, Just I was going to say Bugman. A lady in a bikini. Uh, Bugman would be pretty good. Yeah, he would tell me I woke up from the simulation or something. <laughs> 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 it's just like that one um, that one uh, Matrix short in the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. I never watched the Animatrix. Should I? <laughs> uh, do you like the Matrix? Uh, yeah you better believe i like the matrix <laughs> do you like anime uh, yeah well friendo do i got a film for you uh, not friend but okay i will watch it <laughs> what about a friendo um only in the sense that that's like something that i would maybe call you that if i was the bad guy from uh from no country for old <laughs> men and i was about to put like a captain <laughs> pistol through your head uh we watch different movies because i don't remember him being such a, a like a like a ham <laughs> he said friendo at one point he did? He said friendo. Uh, maybe he, like, changes... Maybe if Anton Sugar is, like, in a different state. Like, if he goes to, like, New Hampshire or something, he'd call you something very New Englandy, like... 
fair dinkum friend or something. I don't that, know. I'm... He says it. He says it to the old man in the gas station. He says, "Call it friendo." Oh, okay. You got me there. Well, I just assume that's like part of. It's like you know, in Mario Party Two, like Mario would change his costume depending on what world he went to. Anton Chigurh changes state by state. Yeah. Oh, you think he might go to like Michigan and like start talking about like hot dish and stuff? <laughs> he'd he'd like before he'd kill you, he'd ask you where you are on the mitt. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm, I like the burners. idea of a of a serial killer that uh that just picks on regional affectations as they go. Right. Maybe that's what Dexter will do when he comes back. That uh, Dexter's road road rules. Dexter's Dexter, road Dexter's rules. road rules versus uh <laughs> real world versus road <laughs> rules challenge. Yeah. <laughs> the soft franchise got really boring, so they did it on a moving tour bus. That would rock. Dude, like be cool. abandoned instead of abandoned warehouse what if he did like saw saw shit inside of like uh uh mount rushmore or something what if he did saw shit but it was like at like a double dare studio like the double dare set <laughs> that would rock i mean they're gonna do that eventually they with, are gonna like, do that the, that's the thing they did the fucking banana splits and the nick cage willie's wonderland shit there will be a scary double dare thing at some point. Legends of the Hidden Temple, but the temple, like, uh, the temple guard kills, kills you. Kills people. Uh-huh. Isn't that fucked up? They made a Legends of the Hidden Temple live-action movie on Nickelodeon. Nothing fucked up happened, I don't think. Oh, uh, okay, okay. What, was, where does it rank in compar- in comparison to, like, uh, Who's Afraid of the Dark movie or uh, Two Heads Are Better Than None? Well, it's not as good as the Keenan and Kel movie. It's not as good as the Drake and Josh Christmas movie with Kimbo Slice. It's not as good. Oh, I forgot about that. I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, it, one of them was weird. is about like saving Christmas for some little kid or something. Those movies were very strange. Uh, they had a weird energy. It's definitely not as good as the Drake Bell live action Fairly Odd Parent movies. <laughs> With uh, Jason Alexander as Cos- was Jason Alexander. In it's the- Cosmo. He was Cosmo, right? That rocks. That's so funny. That shit does rule. I like that. It, when you when you check in Dunstan style and you check out Fairly Odd Parent style, that rocks. Wait, was that him? And was Dunstan he- checks in? No, no. Was, was he Cosmo or did they get the guy who does the voice of him because he's He's like an actor. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know the whole thing about Cosmo. His his his, his actor, his voice actor was straight up like. Uh, uh, He's well. He was the janitor from uh, from what you call it, uh, Ned's Declassified. Oh yeah, yeah. He's also an anime dub actor. He was in a bunch of anime dubs. Cosmo. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was like, Jason Alexander stuff. and Cheryl Hines. That was live action that's, Wanda. That's awesome, dude. It does um, rule. Oh yeah, Darren Norris, and he was in a but I think he was in a couple of Final Fantasies. That does rule. Let me see. I'm trying to figure this out. I, I uh, he was Zengetsu the Midday in Giant Robo. Fuck yeah. Oh, he was Cowboy Andy Von Oniate and Morgan and Cowboy Bebop. Um, he was Mercury Mon in Digimon Frontier. <laughs> that Pokemon. Hell yeah, dude. This rules. Okay, I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. He was also, yeah. Um, he was in a Lupin or two. It's it's cool as shit. It rocks. It's uh, I'm down with this. I'm you know what? He's a good clown. voice actor, and he was good. Uh, he was in Doom Three as additional voices. Uh, he's wow. in a lot of Dot Hack, but he's not in a Final Fantasy. I swear to he God, he is in a Final Fantasy. He is it. 
He was additional voices in Final Fantasy 13 and 13-2 and Lightning Returns. He's, you know, <laughs> if you if you need a guy to get Mprag, he's probably the dude. And J. Jonas Jameson in Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Oh my god. I was thinking about that game the other day. Should we go back to what our podcast is about instead yeah, of just oh, talking yeah, about things? We, we ended the Wyatt minute. We, were, we just got sidetracked instead of talking about pizza. Ooh. Uh, but we've got there might be a reason for that. So, well, you didn't have any, you don't have any pizza, but I have great reviews this week. Right. Blaze well, praise. okay, folks. Yeah. Blaze praise or hail Caesar. <laughs> I need to watch hail Caesar, the Coen brothers movie before I commit to that. <laughs> I need to watch a, a serious man so that I become serious. That, that your parents are always telling you to do that. <laughs> I, but I refuse to watch it until they make a serious woman. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you, Russ. I will not watch. Uh, I will not watch any movies. I, I won't watch the Elephant Man until they make the Elephant Woman. No Country for Old Men. A, I will watch Iron Man because that's woke or something. Maybe I don't know for sure. It's uh, Marvel. It, Pe- Pepper Potts is in it. It's got to be woke. It's got. It's got fucking a Goop Lady in it. It's got to be woke. It's. It's got a girl boss in it who doesn't do anything, but she could if she wanted. How many do you think when Pepper Potts is on screen that she has a jade egg in her pussy at all times? Uh, <laughs> uh, what if she stole one of the Mandarin's magic ten rings? <laughs> she she used it she she used it as like a magic like Benoit ball or something. To no, strengthen. no, okay, that was a that I was going for an Iron Man joke, but what if you did keep the uh the like the time stone in your hoo ha? Well, uh, that'd be a good idea. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> not really riffing material. Not much for a podcast, but wouldn't that be funny? It would be it would be it would be funny to stop to stick a rock up there. Um I do like the idea that Pepper Potts is just like some sort of like alternative medicine goop person and doesn't really give a shit about uh Tony's, you know, robots or like his weird extremist bullshit that he injects in his blood and all that garbage. Uh uh. She's always trying to get him to make like a crystal uh, energy crystal or something. Right, that'd be cool. Putting the mind stuff, putting the mind stone up your pussy. Well, you know what? Major brain from Iron Man. That would, you know what? That would be. Imagine, can you imagine if Gwyneth Paltrow, like her goop, her energy crystals, all this power, and then she sees that there are magic stones that change reality? She'd be like, "Fuck, I was right all along." <laughs> There's something primordial in the human genetic code. What? Who are the who are the creatures who would like tamper with the celestials? Yes. They made it to where we want to, we want to, we crave the infinity stones and we want to shove them up our hoo-ha and and get your yoni energy or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Anyway, blaze praise. Alan, I want to hear your cavalcade. This is, uh, we're almost having like a sushi act situation. This is a special Alan column. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, Russ. No, this is a think piece. This This is is a think think piece. piece. This is my medium uh, post. I'm writing for the New Yorker now or whatever. Well, uh, it's a medium if it's if it's like everybody likes it. If nobody likes it, it's a substack. Yeah. <laughs> People are mad at you, it's a substack. Um so Pizza Hut has unveiled their new Detroit style pizza. Russ was gonna get this, but then it snowed really bad in Portland or something. <laughs> or in Washington, yeah. I guess. The whole new Northwest got hit, right? Yeah, we got hit by the Arctic freaking blast. Oh, epic. Uh okay, okay. I had the Pizza Hut Detroit style pizza. This is, um, it's very similar in both in size and taste and pretty much everything else to the, you know, the, the Little Caesars deep dish. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's, it's about the same size, it's cut into pretty much the same slices. The only difference here is that the Pizza Hut 
uh, Detroit pizza. They have, it's just the dough, cheese, some pepperonis on top, which are both like standard pepperonis and then like cupped pepperonis. They're like, uh, you know, like they've, they've cooked so much, they've cupped up and made a little grease bowl. Are those old world style pepperonis? That's what Marco's calls them. Marco's calls those old oh. world pepperonis. And I don't think Pizza Hut has ever had those on the menu until now. Um, so now they've got these different pepperonis that are saltier and greasier. Great. Right, right, right. And then, so they got that, the cheese, the pepperoni, or whatever other toppings I suppose you get. And then they just like ladle on like two big stripes of marinara sauce on top. So there's, you've got the sauce on top of the pizza, which is strange. And to, mm-hmm. it is very, what I'll say is that I was expecting this to be completely saturated with grease. Like I was expecting right. this to just be like translucent. Like it was like mm-hmm. melting through the box and it was not that it was, wasn't that greasy. It was definitely, I feel like a little Caesar's deep dish leans a little bit too much into being too bready sometimes. Right, you know? right, right. This was somewhere between bready and like grease sponge. It was maybe like 20% grease sponge, 80% bready. So it was uh-huh. not bad. Um, the one thing I don't really like is I don't like that sauce on top. I think what happens uh, yeah. is the sauce is not spread out as much. So some bites, you know, on the edges, you don't have any sauce. And then you've just got like a big lump of cold sauce on top. And it's a little bit too. I think they maybe use a different sauce. Like it's maybe not their traditional sauce. It's like the hearty marinara or whatever their variant of that is. And it's a little bit too um, citric acid. Like it's a little bit too uh, tomato. Like it was a little bit, it was a little bit just strong and having like a big cold glob of it on top of your pizza. was a little bit weird. Um, It's like, it's like getting a cold thing of that. It's probably just the marinara dipping sauce ladle. Oh, onto oh, that's, it. It's oh, that's like, definitely it. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. And I'm not a mega fan of that stuff, but I'm sure on a pizza that you want piping hot and then you pour that on there and it cools it down. It's not, not that fun. Yeah, it's not great. Um, So I got that. The other thing I got because I redeemed some pizza hut points for it is their uh, breadsticks, which I've never had before. Have you, oh my have God. you ever had the breadsticks at pizza hut? No, 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 no. They are very similar to the to the deep dish in that they're somewhere they're not good. They're not they're a little bit it feels like it's the same bread. It's that same kind of like it's like twenty percent grease sponge. Uh and then like and then like just plain bread. And it's not horrible. They I don't like the the seasoning they put on top of it. It's like the same as their crust seasoning, like the parmesan. It's just too right, salty. Right, right. It's just too strong. Um, it's, it's not, it's just weird. It's very strange. Um, I feel like this, Hey Alan, Hmm? you know how the Joker calls crazy bread at little Caesars, normal bread. Yeah. You know what he calls the pizza hut, um, breadsticks. What? Exactly what you fucking deserve. Fuck. Well, I got it for free. So, (laughs) so yeah, I guess it's true. Well, yeah, Um, that's that's what you get for not supporting a great corporation like pizza hut. Yeah. And, uh, well, I did get one other thing. Um, well, I actually got two other things. I got wings. I got buffalo wings. Got to say, buffalo wings, still good. Love the wings. Wing uh, streets, uh, I always had to hand it to them on wing streets. I know they were like kind of crummy chicken with like overly sauce, but for if you live in a small town and you don't have your local wing place, they, they worked. They were functional. You know, it's not as good it, as even like a, the, the wing, the da- DoorDash wing place, it, just wings or whatever it is. 
uh, Pasquale's. No, that's Pasquale's doesn't have wings. They do serve in my town because there is still somehow a Chuck E. Cheese in town. Um, and I did think about ordering that, but it would look vile. So I didn't. <laughs> I, I don't think it's worth ordering unless it has the, uh, uh, what is it? The spaghetti and meatball pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like if you can, if you can get the spaghetti and meatball pizza, I, I'd try it, but yeah. alas, um, but alas, I will not. The other thing I got was a thin crust pizza, which I don't think I've ever had from pizza before, um, is thin crust pepperoni sausage and mushrooms and i've got to say this is the only non-greasy pizza pizza i've ever had (laughs) it was dry it was a normal pizza the crust was verging on a little bit too crackery maybe i was hoping it'd be like a thin crust but kind of like chewier you know what i mean like a more of a new york style thin crust Um, but this was more like a, a crispy thin crust um not bad by any means though um right good functional it'll get you through it feels much less gross i can touch the bottom of the pizza and not have to like wipe my hand on a napkin afterwards you know what i mean like it's yeah yeah it it, it's not gonna like stain my clothes if i if if i set the pizza down on my leg or something like that like it's if you were a cartoon character to step on this pizza you could ride it around like a roller skate yeah this is (laughs) it wouldn't wouldn't slide that that much it wouldn't do it wouldn't i'm saying most slices you would ride around like a roller skate with this one and you would just have a get a mess all over your shoe. Yeah, and the and but the other ones they're greasy enough that like Hitman could kill you with one if you put it on the ground. <laughs> like Agent 47 <laughs> would make you fall off the skyscraper with this piece of with a normal piece of pizza. This one was dry. Has, and I ha, have you been able to do like an Italian chef with a with a Agent 47? You can definitely dress up as a chef and in the old in Hitman 2 at least uh and one I think maybe uh, they had like where you could throw like ex- cans of expired spaghetti sauce at people. So you can definitely do that. But I think that I, I, I kind of like the thin crust. I don't think it's, um, I think it's okay for like a, I like doing a thin crust for maybe something that's like a bunch of meat, like a meat heavy kind of thing mm-hmm. because it, it feels like it kind of balances it out and it's okay for that to be like a more of just like a salty pizza with, with just kind of crispy crackery crust isn't so bad. Um, but I don't know. I, I think the, right. I think the thin crust is better than the pan for me. I'm always hesitant to get it because in my mind it feels like I'm I'm paying money for less food. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. That's a hundred percent. It's the same problem I have with cheese pizza. Yes, which is I love cheese pizza and I've enjoyed thin crust before, but my 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 bargain you know centric brain just sits there and goes, oh, I kind of I kind of want to um. I mean, I, I can get the... three toppings for the same price. Like, why don't I just? Yeah, I mean, it's like throwing money away. You're like, th- and the thing is, you can even they even give us the option to do like half. So you could do half cheese if you wanted to on all of these for, you know, whatever, and it wouldn't cost you any extra to like have a little bit of pepperoni and a little bit of just plain cheese. But we never do. We never do. I, I have pools. been getting more lately, especially when I'm like reviewing a new place. I will get a default pepperoni in a place. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Right pepperoni's default to you not cheese yeah because i feel like i can still glean the same information that i could from a cheese pizza but i can also you know what i mean pepperoni's not going to change the pizza so much i feel like it does but like what a 
the quality of a pepperoni represents is the quality of all their toppings. Because if your pepperoni sucks, I'm not going to have much faith in your uh, yes, exactly. mushrooms or this or that. Yeah, it, it's, it, like, it's, still, it's not the very, very base level of just like, is your cheese and sauce and crust good? It's like cheese and sauce and crust and then a, a one generalized representation of all toppings. The default topping I will put on the pizza. You know it's like I mean? uh, it's like Little Caesar or not. Sorry, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, why did I say Little Caesar? It is kind of like Little Caesars. Out. It is kind of like a Little Caesars in that it's like I kind of view like a Little Caesars like pepperoni hot and ready is like a kind of mental like you know like landmark in terms of like pizza ratings in my mind. Like I think that's right, like a palatable right. like this is cheap pizza. I can kind of tell it's not the best ingredients, but it gets the job done and it's a good value. I can kind of yeah, view okay, that I as get... like a, a thing, and then if I compare something else to it. That I'm like, well, you know, this wasn't as good as that, or this was better than that, but it cost more, that kind of thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll say, let, now I'm reorganizing my thoughts. Okay. You know, it's like a it's like a Tesla vehicle. All the pieces can't be good. You know, the, the bones could be good, but if that central computer doesn't start up, or, or, the pepperoni isn't or like, good. Or like Tesla, um, they all the engineering teams made all the parts of different metal and different alloys. So they had to put these complex welds to join them all together because that rocks so hard. That dude. rules so much. Like they're so fucking stupid. Uh, that, <laughs> that rules so much. They didn't think to make parts of the same of like metals that you can easily weld together. He forgot that paint couldn't dry. Like they were making cars faster and he had to still wait the same amount of time to paint for the paint to dry. So it was getting all yeah, just start a up. coup in a different country if you need the metals. I'll help you out on that. What, what country's the paint country? Let me just. <laughs> I guess it would be Holland because of New Holland paint or whatever. It's just like, man, just the smartest guy in the world, baby. Dogecoin to the moon. Oh, my. Um, speaking of the smartest guys in the world, uh, Dan Dave Portnoy. Dave, Port let's go. The barstool man. He had a recent um pizza ranking lately um where he was where he was going and listing all of his favorite pizza places and i've got one story here uh freddy the pizza man in melvindale which is like a suburb of detroit um is overwhelmed after a review uh, a pizza maker of 40 years freddy bello uh has sold out a pizza daily this week and his autism foundation has raised more than twenty six thousand um, dollars let's go I don't know if the, I hope it's not like he's giving to autism speaks or a bad organization. I hope it's a good one. I hope he didn't <laughs> he's give giving it to, it to Sia. He, gave it to Sia he just for gave a documentary. it to Oh no. Fuck. <laughs> he catered on it too. That's how into the project he was. Yeah. Um, so he was listed as the best, the best pizza place in Detroit. Um, and let's see here. Uh no okay never mind he's he's actually doing okay stuff he's like buying stuff for like uh for Michigan schools okay that's better uh it's going directly to like a school instead of like uh Sia um but he's been lined up out the door and uh they had to like start they had to start doing like only slices up until two p.m. because they were running out of uh people were just buying all their pizzas this is the power that Barstool uh wields. What was the what was the podcast that uh that rippled throughout the world? What was the, the two ladies who hate each other now? Uh, it's not oh, guys oh, we fucked. Uh, call you call you call you daddy. Call her daddy. Yeah, call you daddy. Call I'm just daddy. imagining a yeah, call her daddy. Like I'm imagining a parallel story where they're like, these are my favorite edible panty stores. Uh, I, here's here's a list of all the uh 
all the uh, deli owners that I fuck within like ten bucks <laughs> of my and they get like a big boom after that. Right. Um, this guy also he sells New York style slices and goulash. And I wonder if he's been selling out of goulash too. Oh my god, I love a good goulash. Is goulash like beets and shit? No, 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 no. no. You don't know what a goulash is? Is goulash is when you throw a bunch of shit in a pot? Well, a goulash. Okay, this is, and I don't know how how. Like, my grandma made goulash being, like, southern, like, Scotch-Irish. I don't, because I'm pretty sure goulash is, like, an Eastern European thing, maybe. Um, and we have absolutely none of that. But goulash is, like, to me, it's, like, an elbow macaroni pasta. I think it can be other stuff. Um, and it's right. just kind of, like, ground beef. Uh, like, oh, it's Hungarian, apparently. Uh, Hungarian goulash made with uh, mashed beets. So, uh, oh, it is mashed beets? Well, okay, I guess the American goulash we eat is different. American goulash, okay. By the way, that's my favorite, uh, that's my favorite uh, song with Guess Who's. Okay, this <laughs> I was going to say American about. goulash was your favorite YouTuber who got mad about um, Jurassic World or something. Yes, this is an American goulash I know, which looks Let's like SpaghettiOs. Go. I made a big pot of this uh, earlier. Oh, some people call it uh. Slumgullion. Uh, which is my favorite uh, J.R.R. Tolkien book, The Slumgullion. Um, oh, it's it's related to American chop suey. Yes. Oh my God. Like chum, like, yeah, like chop suey. <laughs> it is like chop suey. It is ground beef, like uh, pasta, uh, like macaroni pasta, and tomato sauce. That's Okay, that's what American chop suey is. I've heard Mitch talk about this on Doughboys. But, okay, right. it's goulash. It's like a New Hampshire thing, or like, I don't know. This is like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a New England thing. I guess they call it American chop suey up here, up there. And then they call it uh goulash down here. Um, right. Or they call it slumgullion, which is uncertain, <laughs> but uh Wiktionary says that it may derive from slime and the Scots word gullion, which means swamp. Um, they yeah. used to, it used to be a late 19th century word for a watery beverage. Um, so they use so I I like calling it that because I do like imagine I'm eating a big slime swamp when I eat my big macaroni and ground beef. It's hamburger right. helper shit. I would like I would buy that oh, from, from Freddy the Pizza Man. Sounds like something Shrek would concoct. Yes. Hey, you know who else is? Uh, you know who else is green like Shrek? <laughs> well, drop it on me. He loves pizza. It's the freaking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my god. Uh, this is an uh, interesting black cat pizza collabs with former Ninja Turtle for Raphael inspired pop-up. Hell but, yeah, dude. This is, this is a lot to take in. Okay. This is in Fort Worth, Texas, by the way, random, like not a big city. I don't, I guess Raphael lives there now. Um, but the team, I mean, all celebrities, all the, all the big hit makers, all the weird libertarians are heading over there. So. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have had a long presence at Fort Worth's Black Cat Pizza through the vegetable-laden and surprisingly delicious TMNT uh, pizza, which is a popular and permanent fixture on their menu. But on March 7th, a real-life Ninja Turtle will be visiting the restaurant for a pop-up event uh, inspired by the iconic franchise. Uh, Jaime Fernandez, Tokyo Cafe chef Kevin Martinez, and Ken Scott, the actor who donned the Raphael suit in the first two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, are teaming up for an event they're calling Food Ninjas. Um, the trio has whipped up, so it's a collab between Tokyo Cafe, Black Cat, and Raphael. Um, they've made a couple of dishes in a secret third dish, Martinez say, says, that pays homage to the Red Mask Turtle. Um, the main offering will be the Pizza Raphael, which features Chipotle tomato sauce, 
smoked Spanish chorizo, pepperoni, sun-dried tomatoes, capers, serrano peppers, chopped almonds, and an anchovy-infused pesto, like, uh, crisscrossed on top of it. Um, I feel like that pizza, um, if you cut down the, the ingredients by half and you've got, you know, I'm sold. Uh, right. I don't want, I don't want sun-dried tomatoes and capers and serrano peppers and chopped almonds and anchovy pesto. Maybe. It is very funny to me, the idea of, like, a child being like, Mom, Dad, I want the tur- turtle pizza, and then getting this, like... Anchovy pesto, kid, and capers. What's a caper? So I don't know. Hey, are kids into The Secret of the Ooze? I wonder, I wonder if that's one of those movies that's, like, on Netflix and insanely popular, and, like, kids are still watching well, there it. Was that, there was that recent Nickelodeon, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that was actually very well-received. Uh, yeah, and, people liked it. It and, looked cool. And so, yeah, and there was like those fight scenes at the end where like some fucking uh, Dragon Ball shit that was going on. Like it was well oh, animated. Yeah. Like people liked that shit. Um, it was nice. So you're like a kid and you're just like, I want something with pepperoni on it and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I want to get the Raphael pizza and talk to Raphael. And then you get this thing with capers, which are like little boogers, like vegetables that are little boogers. <laughs> they are the the booger of food. They're so. shitty. They're like, uh, like imagine a shittier like lentil. Or like a shittier bean. I've always wondered, listen, I put capers on stuff because it feels important and you're supposed to put capers on things. I don't even know what they're for. They don't taste like any. I think it's just a secret vinegar delivery system. They suck. They suck. Um, I've never. Yeah. Because you get them like with they're on fish a lot and you're like, well, I kind of would just like to enjoy the fish. I don't know. I always got them with like my Blue Apron recipes when I did Blue Apron. And I'm just like, oh, great. I can. It's just like a third of my meal. I just won't taste like sh- anything <laughs> it's just like shitty beans um uh oh my i God. feel like chorizo chorizo on a pizza chipotle sauce that's all great i like that i could even you know take the the pesto anchovy pesto is not bad but like you put capers and then also sun-dried tomatoes and then it's like you've got too many little boogers on your pizza at that point um the Alan, second can i be mr tangent today go ahead um i brought up earlier the concept of Raphael moving to Texas. Like an old or guy, like a, as a libertarian guy. Uh, what would the other, <laughs> what would the other Ninja Turtles politics be? Uh, well, I Donatello, feel like Donatello, Donatello would have been into Wall Street bets. Well, yeah, he's definitely like a he's he's a Silicon Valley guy. <laughs> Donatello's like yeah. Elon, like he's a he's a Musk guy. Right, right, right. Um, Mikey, is he the one that's cool but rude? Yes. Uh, he's a, he's 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 a Comtown fan. <laughs> he said R slash Comptown. I was going to say it was like an Epicurean or some like dead or like hedonist or something, but no, he, he, he's cool, he's but a, rude. <laughs> just like, you know, like Stav and Nick Mullen. And he whatever. just retweets Stav all the time. And he's always, like, he just has, he, his, his wallpaper is like a naked photo of Stav and people ask him about it all the time. And he's like, I'm ironic. I'm being ironically gay. Like, it's okay. funny. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Donatello, uh, no. no, we already said Donatello. Leonardo, Leonardo, Leonardo is neo-lib. Yeah, he's, 100%. He's the default guy, so he must be neo-lib. If we just got four or the five of the smartest mutants together, we could have fixed the Shredder problem. That's true. We need to, we, we need to vote Shredder out of, out of the Foot Clan. Yeah. We're going to donate uh, a bunch of money to Krang and hope that he, <laughs> that he, uh, that he uh, replaces, he primaries Shredder. Yeah, to stop all these kids from stealing things, we're gonna get them into a programming class. Well, we'll have a lottery to get them into uh-huh. a programming class. We're gonna reform so Casey about- Jones by teaching him Python. 
What a great, what a great. <laughs> that's problem with the and April O'Neil is uh, um, she's uh, a trad because she's my wife and I, I love her. I was gonna say she was a Liz Warren fan. <laughs> I guess she is a media personality. She's a, media, a, she's a pundit. She's like, uh, you know, she loves that shit. Um, I mean, hey, listen, if she's a blue check mark, uh, she'll be the first blue check mark I stand. So you're gonna be like, um. Like what Jennifer Rubin and and like people's replies like hmm, nice meal. Uh, April, like, looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be me, baby. Oh man, reply reply guy to the local weather lady that rocks, dude. I'm sure that exists. Oh oh, oh yeah, it exists. I'm, sh- I'm it's more of a Facebook thing, I assume. People are so horny for local weather people and stuff like that. Are you kidding me? Maybe that's gonna be my thing this year. You're gonna you're gonna fall in love with your local weather lady. Uh, that's kind of like the. That's, that's kind of like having a local VTuber. <laughs> that's true. I'm simping. For be the, like I'm that. simping for the for the news lady. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what if there was a VTuber who told you the weather though? I mean, uh, Coco does the Asakoko news segments and stuff. That's true. She I can, mean, she can so tell then me the I went. Weather. I already want follow David Lynch for the weather though. So yeah, he already he tells me the weather. Um. I, speaking of things that geniuses will tell you, like David Lynch telling you what, what the weather is in, in Hollywood for whatever reason, um, chefs reveal 10 hacks for upgrading frozen pizza. Are you ready for this? Ooh, I am. More than, this is something I like to hear, baby. We, you know how much I love hacks. Um, this is from um, Insider, by the way. I like that they rebranded from Business Insider to just Insider because this is all they post now. <laughs> what's the it's like possessor it's just we're inside everything now yep um okay uh the first tip make sure the oven is hot enough before cooking okay <laughs> that's a hack. fuck off that's a hack. first off fuck off i've i'm already like i've i feel like i've aged 10 years like my eyes just sunk in the second so that okay <laughs> i was continue. so excited going into this article <laughs> and then they're just like hey, turn on the oven dipshit yeah. are people really you have 10 tips and just, one of them? listen i'm that guy who just gets the fruchette out of the box and starts chewing on it like it's a big salty frozen cracker um Use direct heat to get a perfectly crispy pizza. Skip the Ugh. aluminum foil and baking sheet and place the pizza right on the rack. Poke holes in the bottom of the this pizza before. to let trapped air escape and you'll get a stone oven taste. Um, if you're going, if you're forgoing a baking sheet, try using a thin flat utensil such as a metal spatula. Yeah, to get the pizza out of the oven. Yeah, I think I know how to get a pizza out of the oven. Um, <sighs> that this sucks. has never changed anything. That's so stupid. That I've stupid. done that before it and it's boring. It just, ugh. Um, I'm, and also, like pizza, like frozen pizzas will tell you to do that, and they're like, "I'm not gonna do that because it's gonna like get cheese and sauce, like it's gonna dribble off there and get all over my oven." Like, stop right, it. Right, right, right. Um, use a pizza stone to properly cook thick crust pizza. Now, I do agree, a pizza stone is good. Pizza, but that's just like buy a thing. That's not a hack. That's not a hack. Not really. <laughs> that's not a hack. I'm like, I was so prepared for them to be like, here's like, here's the only here's where they're starting to kind of get into hacks. Okay. Thaw and deconstruct your frozen pizza. Let let your pizza your frozen pizza thaw during the day, then remove all of the toppings and layer on your favorite sauces or multiple kinds of cheese. Uh so they want you to to, to let your pizza thaw and then make a different pizza out of it. That's a hack. I, I 
It's mo- yeah, it's kind of hack. I don't know. Yeah, take the, yeah, take the pepperoni off. Ah, the pepperoni. Ali, <laughs> are you gonna stop? You gotta take the pepperoni off. Uh, that that is a suffering woman, and she's going through so much. The reducer do a bit on our podcast, and frankly, it it pisses me off. What is she recovered from getting her head chopped off? <laughs> she just made crocodile earlier today. Uh, crocodile? <laughs> did you? Uh, yeah, she cooked crocodile on stream. <laughs> that would be pretty epic. But no, no I did she not did, know she she did actually cook. A, she did cook Australian crocodile paw. Like she bought like a bagged crocodile. Like it's like a foot. Like it still has scales and like the toenails on it. But like it was like the bit of meat on like the the wrist of the crocodile, and she cooked that in. I watched this at like seven in the morning. I woke up and put it on my TV and it was watched it in like a, a half awake fog. She uh, right. cooked it in a red sauce and then dripped chocolate on it. And also right. there was diced up uh, octopus and, and crab sticks floating in the sauce with it. That rocks. But she dude. did remember to put butter in the pan first this time. So uh, she didn't cook it without uh, butter or oil, oil in the pan, which is what she does most of the time. And it winds up getting fucked up. So yeah. it's probably now the most I want to watch this. Uh, I need to watch this while on Crocodile, which oh, I flesh think is, is melting a... off. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. It's a synthetic opioid. Okay, that that's cool. Remember that's that story a... about the the Joker of Nottingham or whatever it was that I sent you the other day? About the yeah, British Joker? he was on Mamba or something. He was on Mamba, and I had to look that up. That that's rocks. a synthetic weed. That's like spice. <laughs> spice dude i was thinking about spice i want to do spice now i know people i know i i have learned recently that kratom is just bad and doesn't work and is what? shitty it makes you feel like shit what i thought it was good wait, are you i never taken wait, it but i thought it was it? good no i heard it's bad i heard it makes you just feel like shit and this is from people who do drugs oh well you should just maybe they like- used a bad kratom but don't use a gas station kratom what's the store that sold like the high-end store that sold kratom in portland there's a high-end Kratom store? Of course there is. Yes. It so was called, like, Elixir. It was called, like, Elixir or something funny. It was rule. It was... It, it ruled. I think I think the only time I would ever do Kratom is, like, if I had, like, an injury that would normally require an opiate. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to take an opiate and die. I'm just going to take some Kratom. <laughs> that rocks. Like, uh, I tweaked if my you're like, Yeah, if you're, like, in a Metal Gear Solid 3 situation and have to, uh, you know apply bandages and stuff you could use kratom as one of your upgrades instead of uh, instead of taking diazepam to, to help me snipe i just smoke a, i just smoke a joint <laughs> that's the end of me you know what oh, i mean man. that is a thing you could isn't it like an mgs4 like if you smoke a cigarette it helps reduce your weapon sway or something like that uh it well really it was like if you smoke a cigarette it stops you from it drops your ptsd meter or it helps you aim yeah well, no, you're, you start with full uh, health, mental health meter, and it goes down, and then yeah. smoking the cigarette refills the meter. Yeah. So it does, but it's more of a... It's your emotion it's, meter from, from MGS4, the stress meter, whatever they called it. Yeah, yeah it, it stops the symptoms, not necessarily the disease. You, are you telling me that smoking's not great for me? <laughs> <laughs> smoking does not, Alan, I'm telling you now, it makes you look a lot cooler, but... I'm imagining like some teenager canceling Hideo Kojima for putting for making smoking look too cool <laughs> well, in his games. Yeah, that's true. Like, luckily now that MGS Four is locked to the uh, the PS3, there will never be discourse about it. And uh, which is a shame because I want all these people to see those cool scenes after you kill the Beauty and the Beast ladies, and they uh, 
and they like are, are horny and floating in the void for like a few seconds. Yeah, that would rock. Actually, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, uh, here's here's the more hacks. Here's the other hacks. Add fresh toppings before cooking. Uh, throw some other stuff on the pizza. Now, th- I did tell you my dad has done this before. No, no, no. And my my dad dads love this. Dads shit. This love like hacking dad. pizza. Dad dads dads are basically like they they watch uh you know. They watch Hackers once and they're like, I want to be that, but just for pizza. <laughs> so my dad would get like a tombstone pizza and he would um, either buy his own pepperonis or he would get like bacon and he would get like a bag of like shredded cheese and put that on top of the pizza too and give it like mm-hmm, extra mm-hmm, cheese, mm-hmm. like shredded, like maybe like a cheddar, like a sharp cheddar or something weird like that. Right. And he would just be like, yeah, it's really good. And like, I don't think it is, but whatever you want to do, man. Um, this Alan, did you ever, do you ever, I'm sorry, this is tangent episode. Oh my God. We're going to go long on this one, huh? Uh, did you ever like when you would take fast food home, did you ever modify it or was it for you? It was sacred. I was kind of, I'm kind of one of those people that's like, I very rarely make modifications to my fast food. The one thing when I had little money in college, I would definitely add ranch dress or ranch dressing to McChickens. I can see that. Even though it has like the, the blob of mayo. Um, I was, I never really do that. The only modification I consistently make is like taking pickle off something sometimes. Right. Just because like some places or some sandwiches, I just don't really like the pickle on or it's a little bit too like, I don't know. Some pickles are just kind of shitty. I like a good quality. Yeah. Pickle, but like, no, no, I like a, I like a McDonald pickle, but when I think Jack in the box has bad pickles, I feel like okay, I, a Burger get... King pickle. I don't like, I can take like a McDonald's pickle on like a double quarter pounder is fine. Uh, probably prefer it with not i'm okay with like on like a double like mcdouble or something like that pickles okay it's very contextual in the cases where i but like a chicken sandwich i don't really Mm -hmm. want to pickle on most times unless it's like a popeye sandwich um like one of those kinds i feel that i feel that but but those are different kind of pickles anyway those are like not fast food pickles they're more briny and kind of more more like cucumber Um, right 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 okay add fresh toppings make some garlic butter to upgrade your pizza's flavor now this is kind of like a weird idea i guess um, drizzle the melted butter around the crust before or after baking. Okay. Uh, that's not the worst idea. I mean, it's not that interesting. Use lemon to brighten the flavor of frozen pizza. The brightness of lemon gives that fresh note of flavor to frozen pizzas that often lack. Spread some, zest some lemon on top or drizzle the pizza with lemon juice. Or you could use lemon infused olive oil instead of lemon juice. Finish off the uh. pizza with more cheese. While it's still hot, great, shave some ricotta salata or some quality Parmesan on top. You can also top it with some small dollops of mascarpone. No, you can't. That's gross. <laughs> That's stupid. Now, the one thing they just say is other tasty finishing cheeses are like crumbled feta or brie or goat cheese. That I do feel like is a normal pizza, to, like a normal cheese to sprinkle on afterwards, like a goat cheese kind of thing, like a mm. feta. That's that's OK. But like it, I don't like those pizzas where they put like the, you know, I can't remember what style it is, but it's like they cook the pizza and then they shove like handfuls of like cold shredded mozzarella on top. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I don't know if it's some some variant of like New York pizza or whatever, but it's gross. Don't cut the pizza right away. Uh, it's important to let it sit a few minutes. That makes cutting much easier and allows the flavors to marry. I agree. Don't eat it right away, but I don't see any problem with cutting it right away. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you should that's... let it sit for a while and like chill before you eat it because it's too hot of a pizza. It's not you're not gonna like it. And I just sit here and I go like I get where they're coming from but this is a freshetta 
pizza. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I was it's hoping not, like the thing uh, would be like the thing would be like okay, garlic butter. Like that's more of like a, a reasonable like. Oh, okay, that's an interesting idea. I, I would try it. the lemon thing just because it's weird to me. I wouldn't like it though. I don't really like lemon on my. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I might try this, but it's a goof. Um, add additional fresh toppings after cooking it. They have a pizza where somebody sprinkled some arugula and like halved cherry tomatoes on there. Um, not many people think to garnish their pizza uh, after it's done cooking, but this adds a ton of unexpected flavors. The one pizza I like that is kind of like this is the taco pizza from Pizza Mind, but the garnish that you put on top is like crumbled up tortilla chips and shredded lettuce and that's like fun. salsa and stuff. Like that's fun. Like I wouldn't want to do it with like frozen pizza that I get, I guess though. I would never put arugula on a frozen pizza. That's like, that's, uh, that's a lunatic idea of a pizza. So far, this has just been five hacks and five things that are like, well, how to yeah, cook, I mean, how everybody should cook a pizza. Turn on the oven. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off like that shit. Okay. Sonic news, news, reviews and toots. We're running long. Um, huge news. Remember the Netflix Sonic they announced? Yeah. Sonic yes. prime. It's called Sonic prime. Oh my God. It, it will um, be animated by wild brain who previously worked on Snoopy in space, Ninjago masters of Spinjitsu, Carmen San Diego and Mega Man full charged among others. They will collaborate with Segon production as well. While creators of Ben 10 man of action entertainment, it will act as executive producers and showrunners. That doesn't really inspire a lot of, he did man of action made that weird Mega Man cartoon that only aired on like, where did that air? Like CBS all access forgotten. Probably like ABC um, family or some bullshit or like the Paramount network. It showed at like cartoon network at like four in the morning. It was weird. According to a press release, um, it will be aimed at kids six to 11, which means, a, which according to this PC gamer article means adults aren't allowed to gripe about it on the internet. Fuck off. Damn it, um, no! Elsewhere, no. the announcement cast the net slightly wider, recommending it for kids, families, and longtime fans. So we're still in. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it it, hey, it will the be... The people who brought us... Uh, oh, sorry. It will be... Their description is a high-octane adventure where the fate of a strange new multiverse rests in Sonic's gloved hands. It is more about a, uh, it is m- about more than a race to save the universe. It's a journey of self-discovery and redemption. What is Sonic going to get redemption go. for? Dude, there's so much that Sonic's done that I'm sure he regrets. A war crime. More crime. I he he was mistaken for the Iblis trigger, but I feel like there's still some level of guilt to that. Yeah. Remember how they said uh, Eggman did war crimes in the uh, in the new Sonic movie? They the, gov- <laughs> the gov- he was a government. The government said he was a contractor that he they used in like Iraq or something. Yeah, hell yeah! It was to stop a it was st- to stop a coup in Pakistan. Yeah, it was something like that. It was like, do we stopped an insurrection in like Pakistan? It's like what? Did he send egg robots to like kill like to kill like leftist rebels somewhere? Like what's going on? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh my god! God, like he uh, gave still like, the best movie of twenty twenty one or twenty twenty probably. Best movie, it's the best theatrical. The, it's the last movie I saw in theaters, <laughs> and the best one. It has to be the best. Can't can't deny. Until, uh, until, until the Snyder Cut comes out, I it's the best movie I've seen. <laughs> it's true. It's not um, real to me unless it was in theaters. And that Justice League, the Snyder Cut, Justice League was in theater. It was. And now, so, and, yeah, now I, and now Joss Whedon's fully canceled now. Zach's on the Zach, Zach's on the rise. 
Zach's back, baby. Zach attack, baby. Yeah. Uh, um. So Sonic Prime, I hope it's good. From it's from the people who made Tony Hawk win lose kaboom. And Tony Hawk else. win lose kaboom. Yeah, it's the scary godmother people. Well, is it Wild Brain? That's what was uh was he, no. Are you thinking of Jimmy Neutron well, win lose kaboom? Uh oh god, what am I thinking of the Tony Hawk direct video movie? I think about Jimmy Neutron win lose kaboom a lot. I think we talk about it. Right, okay. Lot. We're gonna know about it. I was wrong. It was Tony Hawk in Boom Boom Sabotage. Okay? okay. Boom Boom Sabotage. Boom Boom Sabotage. Well, did you get an alien have... girlfriend in that? <laughs> he did. And, uh, uh, yeah. And uh, it made Cindy very jealous. And I'm just saying, Alan, we should have a double feature some night where we watch uh, Jimmy Neutron's Wind Loose Kaboom and then Tony Hawk's Boom Boom Sabotage. Is Boom Boom Sabotage CGI it... or traditional animation? 2D. Uh, oh, I'm so wrong. No, no, no. I was wrong. I want to apologize, everyone. Mainframe Studios, the people behind Reboot, <gasps> um, um, went on to become Rainmaker Studios, who made um, Scary Godmother and uh, Boom Boom uh, Sabotage. And wi- a Wild Brain. Wild Brain is what uh, bought the Deke catalog. Oh. That's where I'm getting mixed up. They're the ones who bought the... Uh, um, the Deke catalog and uh, um, I think they're based. They're like French. I think they're French. See, that, that tracks. Yes. Yeah. So they're like born out of the ashes of Deke or something. It's weird. <laughs> the ashes of Deke. Oh, that's one of the items I picked up in Demon Souls, by the way. The ashes of Deke. <laughs> <laughs> of a culture long lost, the French. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think France is a lot like Boletaria or whatever. There's a big tower. Oh. There's Eldritch. There's an Eldritch Terror or whatever that's being that imprisoned in yeah, the Nexus. Dude. Oh man, um, there, the Tower Knight is just wandering around in France. He's like twenty feet right. Deep. Uh, how far have you gotten Demon Souls? Have you played that game? I've never played D. De- I've never touched Russ, Demon Souls. You need to get. You need to play the PS5 Demon Souls. The shit uh, rules. You know. Uh, you know I'm terrified of demons. Yeah, but you like souls. I do like souls and saving them immortally. That's right. I'm Christian now, everybody. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know who's not Christian? Eggman. Um, oh. And you know what? My, oh my God. After they recap, after they announced this new Sonic TV series, um, longtime Sonic actor, voice actor Roger Craig Smith, um, said that he was leaving the role after ten years. Uh, he was in many video games, the Sonic Boom TV series, uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I, that's, I'll always remember Wreck-It Ralph seeing my hero on the big screen for the first time and hearing that voice and going, this is wrong! No, um, it was fine. It was fine. Um, also, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, whose voice tales for almost as long, um, and was, and is, I guess, going to be tales in the, I don't know, in the, in the, I guess she's still going to be Tails in the movie because I think she huh. voiced Tails already, like the little clip he had. Huh. But so um, somebody asked her if she was going to be in Sonic Prime, and she says no. So she's not going to be in Sonic Prime. It wouldn't surprise me if, honestly, she got taken off of the next Sonic movie for whoever the Sonic Prime person is, but also they might not care that much, so I don't know. Right. Um, Amy Rose actor uh, did say she's been replaced as well, it seems like. 
Um, but she Eggman, can go on one of her epic Amy rants. Uh, epic Amy rant. Uh, speaking of fucking uh, feminist frequency, uh, remember how in Sonic Boom they made that her character? <laughs> Fuck, that fucking sucked. They Lisa Simpsons her man. She she know. became worse Lisa Simpson. Great, worse Lisa Simpson. Um, God, Mike Pollock, yeah. the voice of Eggman, is still Eggman though. Just imagine uh, Amy getting the the note that's like, "You are Lisa Simpson." <laughs> Shit. She's like, "I got owned." Uh, that was, uh, I would like if you, if that episode, you are Lisa Simpson is like, fuck that. I, I got roasted. <laughs> they got my ass. He got my ass. Um, uh, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, this is a great news. This is good news. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog fans Lego set will get an official release. I think we might've mentioned this briefly a while back and maybe we just talked about it off air, but this cool Sonic, uh, Sonic mania, uh, green hill zone Lego set. Uh, it was it was made by twenty four year old fan uh, Viv Granel. Um, it was part of a it's like a Lego uh, Lego Ideas is it some program or something where you could submit right right this. But it got approved. Um, it's pretty cool. It's got some flickies. It's got like some Eggman robots, like a big mech Eggman, a little bug penguins and stuff. Looks cool. I like it. It will it will cost five hundred dollars, and if you make fun of it, people on the internet will get mad at you. <laughs> yeah, they will. Um, I'm gonna try to buy it, I guess, as long as it's not, you know. Right. I mean, it looks. When was nice. the last time you were really tempted by like a Lego set? Never. I've never really. I'm not into Legos. No, well, I I liked Legos as a kid. I was a Bionicles fanatic. I I I've thought those Bionicles were Bionic cool, and. But like proper Legos, I had a lot of them, but they weren't my favorite thing in the world. And I think the last time they put out a Tron set, which I was like, well, should I buy this Tron set? And I did not buy the Tron set. I never played that much with Legos. And I don't think we really had. I mean, I had Legos. I definitely had Legos as a kid. And I think I stopped playing with them pretty early. Like I just kind of got bored with them, I guess. And I never tried to like make models out of Legos or anything. Uh, I just like having a big tub of Legos. Do you remember those big, I don't know if they're Duplo blocks or whatever, but they're like big blocks. Yes. Um, yes. Duplos are the uh, I don't, Lego line of children's blocks. They're huge blocks. I definitely, when I had younger siblings that had those, I did make like swords and stuff out of those and swing them around. That's pretty sick. I was going to ask, um, you said you liked having a big bucket of Legos, but you didn't really play with them much. Yeah. Were you a hardcore deathmatch wrestler back in the day, Alan? Yeah, I did. I did put them on the ground. I had some fluorescent tubes as well. <laughs> your parents gave you the coolest toys. Yeah. So jealous of your toys. You got all the barbed wire you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, uh, and a bunch of old cathode ray tu- uh, TVs. They let <laughs> they let you go into a Home Depot, and they were like, "Buy away." It was like supermarket sweet. It's great. Bunch of plywood, yeah. a bunch of uh, <laughs> a bunch of tables that have been kind of sawed in half in the middle, so they break. You... Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that sort of stuff. I love that shit. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Um, here's okay. I'm 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 decided to try something new this week. Um, because Screen Rant, as you probably know, um, is basically just a clickbait factory at this point. Um, I thought they were ranting about stuff on the screen, but they're not anymore. But I've got a, a clickbait article, Sonic the Hedgehog's Weirdest Moves That t- Defy All Logic. Um, and the reason why I picked this is because they're all from the Sonic Archie comics. Um, <laughs> so here's a list of his moves. Number one, 
the figure eight super peel out. Um, in issue 25, he has to race against Mecha Sonic. And to do so, he does the figure eight super peel out, which is he runs in place uh, in like the figure eight foot pattern that, you know, we all know, right? We all know and love. And he, Classic. Uh, he's apparently able to do that kind of like he was like peeling out, like, you know, like uh, burning his tires. I think it was introduced first in Sonic CD. I think so. Um, that one's not that weird because he does it all the time. And he does charge his running up in the game. So it's not crazy to me. Um, this one's a little bit wilder. It's a cool idea, though. In issue 49, fleeing from his own people who have incarcerated him for a crime he didn't commit, he evades capture. Um, but he has to jump off a high cliff. Tails is not in close proximity. So he he picks up a little handful of sand and throws it and then runs across it in midair uh, really fast. Right, right, right. He says, yes, aha. All I need is a small land strip and my speed will get me by. That's kind of what craft work from part five JoJo's did with a bunch of pebbles. Right? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that shit rocks. That shit does, did rock when he's like, I can lock things into space. So I'm just going to throw these. And we're in, in proper there. Ken Penders era, era, era here. So we're talking, you know, uh, <laughs> a rocky level thinking. Well, I'm glad I'm, you're, it's about to get more fucking JoJo brained as we go on here. Um, in issue <laughs> yeah, 70, yeah. Sonic and the so-called Secret Service embark on a mission to recapture escaped felons who have broken out of jail and captured one of their friends. That's weird. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Sonic and the government teaming up to catch escaped felons. <laughs> Among the fugitives is an axe-wielding muscular lion known as Kodos who is about to decapitate a prisoner before Sonic arrives. Uh, who is this little prisoner? He looks... Like maybe a turtle I man need or to something. Get back on those com- I have those comics downloaded. I'm saying so I, I still have there. them too. To take him down, he runs around him and karate chops his legs numerous times, creating a numbing effect that causes him to fall down. Um, that's cool. That is basically he's kind of like like uh, doing he's fighting like a Dark Souls boss. Like he's just kind of spinning around him really fast and getting like right, a bunch right, of little right. cheap little hits in. Do it using his iframes to his advantage. Yeah, he he's like, oh, he's he's locked in animation. I can dodge around him now. Um, <laughs> God, okay. Another one, vibrating his molecules. Um, in issue 71, Sonic can't interact with anything in his home, Knothole Village, due to a combination of events that put Knothole three years in the future, and Eggman's latest attack forces the village to resume its normal place in time. This has made it impossible for him to access the secret entrance so he can go out and save the day, and it's going to blow up the planet so he uses super speed to vibrate the molecules in his body to make him non-solid so he can pass through the barrier so basically what the flash does so that's not that crazy right 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 this is maybe the weird one of the weirder things during an attack on eggman's robotropolis eggman unreleases his shadow bots uh among with his usual attacks sonic comes up with a genius idea knowing that uh metal generates heat he runs around them and catches them on fire i guess with the friction of his uh running i um, guess eggman has to oil them to make sure their like robo joints are still working. i don't understand I don't the whole metal conducts heat thing because that would mean that they would be less prone to dying uh because it's not like there's a the outside of them is just going to get hot and then it'll pretty quickly dissipate because it conducts heat very well uh I, yeah, 
I don't freaking know. It's... Maybe they're like animatronics, like a Disneyland animatronic or something, and have a bunch of old cloth and felt on them. I can see that. Shit. Yeah. Maybe he's fighting the Five Nights at Freddy's. Maybe Eggman built Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, they're covered in pizza oil. Uh, who's to say? That's the one thing I, about that the Nick Cage Five Nights at Freddy's thing is that there is a lot of oil spurting out of all these animatronics. Like, he is, like, drinking the oil blood that sp- sprays out of them. Like, it is. Hell yeah, dude. Like, it is, you get, like, arterial spurts from, like, these, these uh, animatronics. Let's um, go! It's pretty good. Okay, two to the week, two to the week. This week, um, I've got a, it's from the Archieverse this time. I decided to go back to the Archieverse, give the Sonic community some time to, the Sonic fan community to, some time to recoup. I've got Jeepers. Tell me what you think the character Jeepers looks like. And if, Jeepers. You, if you have trouble, I can give you a species. Oh, well, my first thought was he was like the old man playing the banjo on the cover of Phalanx for the Super Nintendo. Mm. No? No. Uh, what, what species is he? Is? A give, me a, give me a, a second a shot. He's a bee. He's a bee. Oh, a bee. Lots oh, of famous I bet bees he's like, know. Now I got to imagine he's like a Joker bee. Uh, well, he is a, click the link and you'll see a picture of Jeepers. Um, Jeepers is a Mobian bee who lived in the Golden Hive colony and served as a butler to the royal family in their castle. So it's more like, I don't know why Jeepers is his name. Um, he is. Wearing, oh, this isn't an OC. This is from the Sonic. Yeah. yeah the like I said, like I said, it's, it's Archie's it's Archie guys. Uh, okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. My bad folks. He's a bee. Um, he's wearing like a, like a petticoat or something like a, a coat with tails, I guess. And like a old timey, like Victorian Butler outfit, I, I guess is the best way I would describe it. He's like a cravat on his right. neck. Um, and he is making a really weird face. I don't know how to describe that face he's making. Uh, when he, when he, when he's horny and wants snuggles and yeah, it's kind of like that face. Food. Uh, <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is the face he makes when he wants, uh, Blah blah blah. When Prince Charmy became frightened of accepting the responsibilities that would be bestowed upon him upon the acknowledgement ceremony, bestowed uh, acknowledgement ceremony. That's cool. Uh, which I was hoping that would be like his dad acknowledges him for once or something, but it is where he becomes king. Um, uh, Charmy ran away and crashed right into Jeepers while trying to flee the palace, causing him to drop and break an entire tray of dishware. In thirty-two thirty-six, I guess the year thirty-two thirty-six. Jeepers was present at the funeral ceremony for Mellow B, who we all know, and later present for a ceremony welcoming Charmy back to the kingdom. Jeepers is believed to be among the citizens of the Golden Hive colony that were either captured and killed or scattered following Eggman Empire's invasion in 3237 during Sonic's year-long absence in space. Um, and then I it, hate when that happens. I hate when Sonic leaves for a year and then my entire uh, colony gets wiped out. Um, while nothing is really known about Jeepers personally, some fans have speculated that his character may be described as tipsy based entirely on how he carries himself and his expressions. He is making like, and I guess when he, when Charmy like bumps into him and knocks stuff over, he would probably be making like a, maybe like a Mr. Bean type expression. Like, Ooh, <laughs> like earnest Wait, style. Like he's right, stupid. Right, right. Hey, Vern. Uh, hey, Charmy. Uh, he know, looks like he's either baked wrong. or drunk and is like, like in in just like gosh, he looks like Goofy actually. He looks like a Goofy. 
He does look goofy. He does look goofy. Yeah. Do you think he houses a great, courageous spirit like Goofy does? <laughs> Deep in his heart. Do you think he could wield a powerful shield and surf around on it? I don't know. I guess we'll never find out because he got killed by Eggman while Sonic was in space. No! Well, sorry, Jeepers. What do you think about Jeepers? Is he a good one? I uh, Jeepers is up there. He's good. I mean, now, I party with Jeepers. I don't know if he's got like the character traits to be like a main character. Let but me give you I, one I like additional bit of information. On the bottom, in the categories, tags for the page, he is cr- a character created by Ken Penders. Oh, my God. So, good. Now, dropped up letter in my book oh, i think he's got he created a lot of great characters <laughs> okay you got me there jeffrey st john's julie sue a lot of the uh echidna family yeah oh oh, oh a lot of oh, oh a lot of echidnas mainly echidnas. Uh, yeah, a whole lot of these echidna guys mainly echidnas um what a great what a great character uh i think great man i don't i don't know what he's tweeting about now but uh, probably the impeachment. <laughs> He's probably getting mad. Probably mad. He's mad about something. He did want all the Senate to go back home to their families for Valentine's Day. That's true. Was, I mean, who doesn't though? Yeah, we definitely want Mitch McConnell to go to go get his dick wet. Uh, for you know, for for the day after she did so much great work. But yep, well, I think I'm probably gonna grab some more stuff from the Ken Penders category because um, the number of characters he's made is. Well over like a hundred. Listen, he's up there with uh, the great comic creators. Your Jack Kirby's, your your uh, you know the new gods, the new echidnas. This the... is like granny goodness to me. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! What if you just saw Jeepers standing in the background of like that shot of Dark Side from the Snyder Cut? It was just Jeepers the Bee was back there. Hell yeah, that would rock. I mean, he has Bugman. He could, he could have a little bee guy. Bug Bugman. Where is he? Bugman should be one of the parademons. Uh, <laughs> that's true. I mean, oh, Watto, if Watto got in, he should too. <laughs> I'm, I, it's true. Well, Wyatt. Wyatt, sorry. Uh, it's okay. I messed it up too. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that's about it, Russ. Yeah, that was a hog cat. Uh, if you didn't like this or didn't think it was funny, once again, play it on with the, this PS5. On the USB stick. Play it off your PS5 or Xbox Series X. Or uh, what uh, was it? 3080, 3070, and 30. Yes, you need a 3000 series, definitely, definitely. You need a 3000 series PC to, like, you need the proper GPU to get it going. Yeah, and ideally, you would need to have one of the Ryzen 5000 uh, processors, get one of those, too. Uh, you need to spend at least $3,000 on your PC to, for it to sound good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, if you play this off a of Raspberry Pi, it will sound like a, uh, what's a shit podcast? What's a bad, like, what's the it, go-to? It'll, it's going to sound like Schmanners if you play it through a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> Some of our listeners, I think they need some freaking schmanners. I think they do too. Um, they're just, they're just. You need a guy with nail polish to tell you how to act. <laughs> they do need a, uh, a, a, a nearly forty-year-old straight man who calls himself cute <laughs> to tell, to tell you how to act. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that, I mean, that's all I'm looking for. That's who I'm gonna be. I think I'm, I, you know, I've long been at, at Travis's number one enemy, and he's messaged me about it, how much he hates me and how much I hate him. I think this year I'm pivoting. I'm going heel. It's like when Austin joined with Vince McMahon. I I am going full Travis. This is my new ah! character arc. This ah! I've already eaten too much soy. Why don't I? Why don't I face the facts and soy face? Mm-hmm. Now, are you gonna have a wife that you talk over all the time? 
Yes, I hope so. That's the dream. I'm working on it. We all listen. That's we, the dream. <laughs> we all want to. We all want to have a podcast with our wife where we just talk over her all the time. Yeah, because we're so much funnier than she ever. Did. Yeah, I tell you. So the only episodes of Schmanners I've ever listened to, Russ, are when I went to Candle Nights for the My Brother and My Brother and Me show, and they did all their other shows like as like openers or whatever, and I had to listen yeah. to Schmanners, and it was him just interrupting and cutting off his wife to tell like a shitty eh, joke. This is like the elf cartoon. It's like my favorite book from the, uh, the, the, the fucking King Killer Chronicles. My favorite album, the Bean Dad album. I'm Wario. Oh, don't even go there. No. Is Wario Sigma or Alpha? Oh, Wario. Somebody already, I think somebody already did this, but it, it, he's definitely a, a Wario's a Sigma male. Oh my god. I mean, Waluigi yeah, he, is he run- the, Waluigi's whichever one is the school shooter one. <laughs> Mario's alpha, Luigi's fuck. beta, obviously. Fuck, dude. Did you hear that new Ben Shapiro <laughs> movie uh, where he, is, he made a Waluigi movie? A Waluigi school shooter movie? <laughs> the, the Daily Water. God, can you imagine? Okay, so after, you know... We all know that Ben Shapiro and the Daily Caller are picking up all these conservative people that are getting canceled to make more movies with. He could pick up Wario and Waluigi from Nintendo if they, if you know, if they, if things get too rocky there. Dude. If I was Waluigi, I'd seriously consider because Nintendo is squandering him, I feel like. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent. It's, it's like, you know, WWE. They're not pushing this guy and he's so good. Yeah. It's hired him off the indies. They just, I feel like they kind of just bought him to bury him there. Wow, it's true. He's just—he's like been in their equivalent of like NXT this whole time, or something. Oh. <laughs> He's—he is one of the forgotten sons, which is a joke just for me. They—they're—they're um, they're treating him like Ricochet is what's going on here. <laughs> we gotta stop. These are jokes for nobody. <laughs> I think most of our fans know that. They know how they know how how, how done dirty Ricochet was. European lesbians are really the ricochet, I guess. Yeah, listen, it's European. Okay, our our primary fan groups: European <laughs> lesbians, American communists, uh, wrestling fans. <laughs> it's true. U.S. wrestling the, fans. Those are our three primary demographics. Damn, dude. Some people that are probably going to be mad that I said something wrong about Gramsci in one episode or something, maybe <laughs> because I don't actually read theory. I get it. I played Fallout yeah, yeah. New Vegas. I know about, <laughs> I know about Hegel and dialectics. Or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I me and Utena. my boys are uh me and my boys are just check it we're hanging out playing Magic the Gathering. We're not we're not hanging out playing uh Lenin uh Bread and Revolution. What is it again? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, that anime? Is that wasn't the Lenin anime? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, sure. the Karl Marx anime. Wasn't there a Karl Marx anime that I always was meaning to watch? Yeah. God, that shit was I just watched the clip of Corona saving Karl Marx in that one Assassin's Creed mission. I just watched that on loop over and over again. That's your that's your praxis. That's my praxis. It's Corona saving Karl Marx. Uh <laughs> give your give your UVs to the to the cause. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody should have more than ten UVs if until everybody has at least ten UVs. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, which, which VTuber is the most leftist? <laughs> I don't know. I think Hachima might inadvertently be. Ha- <laughs> Hachima, I mean, 
problem is Hachima's kind of have has this internal battle right now. I don't know. I don't know she, if I don't know might... if what the political leanings of Akai Hato and Hachima individually are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like they're definitely um on the very anti-authoritarian side, but I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know anymore. Maybe libertarian because she wants to eat more animals. Like endangered <laughs> animals. <laughs> I can see that, right? That's true. That's true. Because I mean, uh, the left, we'll <laughs> big government's keeping me from eating as many animals as I would like to. We'll have to do one of those stupid political charts, but with the. Yeah, instead of the. Uh, well, you know what? In both my political ideology and Hall of Life charts, I'm bottom left, baby. Um, <laughs> that's where I, they put me on there. That's the that's the Marxist Leninist corner. Uh, do we have anything to plug anymore? No, this is it. This is all we got. Uh, Shootcast. We'll be recording one of those at some point. Yeah, we need to do the Maelstrom Melee. Yeah, we have this big event that we were supposed to be planning, and uh, and it kind of kind of got postponed, and then whatever. Yeah, yeah, oh boy. <laughs> we'll we'll figure something out. Well, if you don't got anything to plug, uh, Hogcast SD on Twitter, uh, Hogcast dot com. Follow, like, and subscribe to iTunes. Do all that garbage, whatever. Uh. I'm at Findom Earl on Twitter. Russ is at Piss Goblin. Thank you. Yes, yes. Still to this day, I will never change. You're not going to change it? You could be Cool Team Naruto again. <laughs> I mean, maybe now's the time. People are back into Naruto. Would it be funnier now that you're older? Like, you're less <laughs> you're less of a team? <laughs> yeah. yeah, now that I'm like a, a, a kind of weird child man, um, I could definitely... I could... Like, uh, I could make that my brand and creep teenagers out. I like well, I mean, chat you, with people who are way younger than me on Twitter. Well, like uh, a normal, well Russ, like it depends on do. how committed you are to being like Travis. <laughs> Go on. Do you want to be on Tumblr more? Do you want to have some takes on things? <sighs> okay, let's let's call it a wrap, Alan. Oh, well. Well, anyway. I'm gonna, I guess you got to go paint your nails. I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> I have to get that hairspray going to get my hair as tall as possible and as purple as possible. You need to make it look as much like one of the, uh, one of the deedles from meet the deedles. You got to look like one of those guys. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Well, until next time, I guess. Live and learn. Live and learn. Live and learn.